We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for part two on a double barrel Wednesday, but not before we give him his proper introduction for Parker Gabriel, right here. Double barrel Wednesday. It's a double barrel Wednesday. Double barrel Wednesday had some pop in. Very good job by Parker on double barrel Wednesday. Uh. You guys know what day it is? <laughs> it's Double Barrel Wednesday. And we're now joined by your colleagues at the General Stars, Parker Gabriel. Parker, good morning. I want to ask you off the bat, on Sunday, did you believe that you'd be covering a team on the bye week that was looking for four new assistant offensive coaches by today? Parker? Yeah, good, mo- good morning, guys. Uh, I can't tell you that I thought that exactly. I thought we'd be covering uh team on a bye week that was going to have an active bye week okay. um, and maybe even covering some sort of uh, decision about Scott Frost status. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it turned in obviously to, um, it turned into quite a significant day and, and a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Active would be a good way to put it. How quickly do you think Scott will move to fill these positions? Parker Gabriel. Yeah, quickly, Steve Sipple. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that's the goal. You never know. Um, you know, I, I'll be interested. Um, we're obviously going to hear from Scott today after practice. Um, not expecting him to tell us who he's interviewing and what exactly the timeline is and all that. But I'll be interested to sort of gauge where he thinks he's at in that process because I thought in our talk with Trev Albert, Sipple, you, you, you could agree or disagree. I'm interested in what you think. Mm-hmm. I thought it's the athletic director sounded like, I mean, he said he trusted the plan that Scott Frost had. And I, I, I would doubt it if the plan was, hey, look, I'm going to fire some guys, and then I'm going to sort of take some time to figure out what direction I'm going. Like it, it sort of sounded like they had an idea, at least, of where they were going. And, and Trev made a couple of references to, uh, you know, maybe there's some guys that have, are going to be out of jobs and maybe they're candidates here, that sort of thing. Like it wasn't, he wasn't full on hinting at it, but it just, he sounded very comfortable with the plan. So I sort of imagine that it's already in motion. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. And I hope that's the case. I hope right. that Scott's pulled a lot of levers already. Um, yeah. So I 100% agree with you on that, Parker. Uh Okay, Parker. People okay, rely on all right, all right. people rely on you. I mean, they're relying on you today. They are. Um, you're the beat writer for the Lincoln Journal Star, the football beat writer, as Bill Callahan once told me. That's an important job. Um, <laughs> but you, that was at the Lincoln Star Journal. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a different paper yeah, there. You are Steve Sipple of the Lincoln Star Journal. Okay, now Parker. Today you're gonna we're, we're going to talk to Scott Frost. Where are you going with your your first couple questions? What what's on your mind? What do you want to hear from Frost today? Foremost, well, I think one of the things one of the things there's two things I want to know. One is you know it's not to wallow in what happened, but uh, Scott has been really loyal in his career, and I can't imagine that it was easy to walk you know four guys who he's coached with and known for a long time into his office and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fire them. And so I guess as, as much as it, 
might sound obvious. Why did they get fired? I mean, I, I want to know what it was that ultimately led him to the decision that yes. this was necessary. And I, I, yes. it's, not that I, it's not that I agree or disagree on a case-by-case individual basis. I just, that's a, they've sort of put up this, this not a front, I mean, they, they've acknowledged that they've got issues offensively, but they're sticking in the Big Ten and in total offense, and they're fourth in scoring offense and all of that. And so I just, I'm, I'm interested in what it was that put him over the edge that, led him to think that hey this is necessary i'm i could guess obviously their record isn't good we have um, to hear but it i'd from like him. to hear that yeah. from him and then i think the other thing is uh the other the biggest question in my mind otherwise is what does he want the offense to look like in the future what is his vision for what that looks like and part of that conversation is is he bringing in an offensive coordinator to really run the show, call plays, um, prop, maybe coach quarterbacks, you know, all of that. Um, and so that, that's sort of a, that's a bigger conversation that pairs with what does Scott think his role looks like going forward. Um, but I'm interested in hearing what his vision is, uh, for an offensive coordinator and whether he's, you know, sort of really looking outside the family, so to speak. Um, and, and, it, and is going to maybe identify someone to run, the Nebraska offense who doesn't have the exact same ideas or the, the same system that, that Scott's run the last you know four years here in Lincoln. Keep it right there, Parker. That's why I'm curious. We a lot of a lot of people texting this morning thinking, you know, asking the question, doesn't that make it important that they get somebody with big ten ties who is coached in this conference that knows how to maybe run an offense or compared to somebody coming from a different conference that has has not has not been in the Big Ten before? Is that important to you, Parker, or not? Well, I mean I, the most important thing in my mind is it's got to be something that that Scott believes in. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't do you any good to go hire a coordinator that is going to do a bunch of stuff that you don't believe in or that 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 you don't like or whatever. And so, is it someone who um, has Big Ten ties? I mean, I think that would be great to have somebody who has an understanding of that. But Frost has been in this league for four years now, and the real question is, for the real question in Frost's mind is probably, does he believe that what someone else is doing is going to work in the Big Ten? Now, I mean, he was wrong about that with his offense, at least the particulars of it, coming from Central Florida to Nebraska. So you're putting it on him to get that right this time and say, hey, I need to identify someone who has a system or who can hold up. You know, not only schematically, but then, you know, game planning against, um, as Trev Albert said, some of the elite coaches in college football week in and week out um, in the Big Ten. It's a it's a really I mean, it's a big decision. It's a critical decision. It's probably I mean, I guess you could make the argument after the 19 season, he hired a coordinator, obviously, and landed on Matt Lubick. I think just given the the stakes and where they're at and and the way that he seems to be angling to set himself up his role up going forward. I mean, I, I think it's pretty, I, I think it's pretty obvious, but I, I believe it's true that this is the most critical hire he's made in his tenure here. Parker Gabriel doing just, did you buy Trev Albert's explanation for the timing of these moves? I did, but that doesn't mean that, that it's an easy decision. Um, you know, I think there's multiple elements of that. You want to get somebody in, somebody's in, um, that can get out and recruit a little bit. And I think that's as much about the transfer portal as anything else. Sip. I mean, okay. you, you 
you want if someone starts at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, there there's two weeks that they've got to work the portal that you wouldn't have had if you waited until then uh, to make these moves. And that 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 in terms of transfers, um, you know, that's probably the difference in a lot of players being available and and a lot not. Obviously, you could have done it the other way, but I think the thing that sometimes almost it sounds uh, it sounds you know, incredible. But the thing that sometimes really actually does get lost in this conversation is the actual current team right now. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of yeah. players on the team that don't have an assistant coach that they've had right. in some cases for years mm-hmm. um, for two games that actually count this year against Wisconsin and Iowa with trophies, you know, on the sidelines. So, you know, that's, that's really tough. Um, we saw a couple of the reactions from players uh, as we were over there, simple on, mm-hmm on Monday and it wasn't a pretty sight. Um, and that's part of the business. But some, sometimes in these conversations, it's like, Hey, this is great timing for recruiting and all of that. Um, and it's pretty rough timing. I mean, not only for the guys getting fired, obviously, but for the players now that have to deal with, um, kind of a rocky situation here for a couple of weeks down the stretch. So try, I just, you know, you don't, don't ever forget about that. Cause those yeah. guys, that's a pretty tough week for, not only the four coaches and their families, but also the kids now that are dealing with a, a big change and also, you know, trying to go beat Wisconsin and Iowa for the first time in, in Frost tenure here. Parker, always good stuff. Good Thank stuff. you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, uh, you know, we get over there, we're going to get set up, and we're going to be waiting to see, you know, Scott's going to come up, and at some point, you know, he's going to walk in and he's going to say, shut up, Stipple. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I will. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was Thank you, but that was good. Excellent stuff from Parker. Yes, great stuff. All right, see you guys. Parker Thank Gabriel, you. Lincoln Journal Star. Excellent, excellent. Yes, I'll be curious to see what comes out of the uh, Frost meeting today. The Frost, but we have to hear conference. why he felt these moves were necessary, even though we have a you know we have a yeah. pretty. But from you have to hear mouth. it from his from mouth. him from yeah. him. Yeah, you have to hear that, and you have to. Okay, then the real, real important question and answer is what is his vision for the offense. Man, that is of paramount importance. To yes, me. it is. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-568. Five a chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. I see you are 0-2 to start the week off. This yeah, is we a have wild a problem card now. Wednesday. You saw what Happer brought Yeah, Happer today. now has a punishment for you. It is a shirt that says Bagel Boy on it. If and you go 0-5, you have to wear that the following Monday on the show. That, that is demeaning. Well, don't go 0-5 then. It seems like a pretty you know important thing to do. Win the game. Win a, win a game every week. Today's topic on Wild Card Wednesday is Nebraska counties. What counties are these towns and cities in, in the state? Not number, but the actual name of the county. Damn it. Yep. 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the takedown sip and trivia. I take you don't feel very good about this topic for Nebraska counties. I'm curious. Sean, how do you feel about Nebraska counties? I'll give you a town. You tell me what county it's in. 
Sean? Are you there, Sean? Hello, Sean. Uh-oh. Oh, we might have to go to a second call. Let's try somebody else. Harrison, I don't think Sean's there. He's on the line. Okay. Uh, now we lost our call. All right, try again. 464-5685. You want to call in. The lines were jacked. We had a caller. We lost him, so somebody else would call I'm him. not great at this. I, I would assume that. Why would you assume that, Jake? Because you've had problems before when you did stuff like this. Okay. The numbers of counties and okay. I appreciate county seats. Yeah. Stuff. I appreciate your bluntness. Man, the lines are jacked. All right, Alex, how do you feel about uh, Nebraska counties? I think uh, I was made for this topic. Oh, boy. That's not good for Why? you, Why? What's your job? Uh, construction. Okay. okay. Travel around a lot, do you? Uh, a little bit here. Okay. All right, you're in trouble, right. Sip. You're yeah. in trouble before the game even starts. Let's get to it. Alex, first question goes to you. What county is Albion in? Boone. It's a rough start for you. That was a confident answer there. <laughs> Harrison's Harrison. just laughing at you. Harrison. He's like, you're screwed, man. You are so screwed. Harrison's face was hilarious. All right, you're down 1-0, Sip. Here's your first question to tie it up. What county is Plattsmith in? Ooh. Plattsmith. Five seconds. Five. Yeah, give me five. Four. Three. One of two. Two. Cass. Cass. Cass is correct. Oh, Upset a little bit there. Nice. Upset city. All right, Alex. For I the gotta lead. get to overtime. Your last question, Alex. What county is Wahoo in? Um, well, that would be, uh, Got it. Saunders. Saunders County is correct. I had that. I had that one. This is for the the tie. Go yes. to the tiebreaker. Sip, what county is Crete in? Oh. I go like that way every other week. It's, yeah. Is it the same? Five seconds. You're down uh, I, two I'm, to one. I can narrow it to three. Well, you can only get to choose one. Celine. Celine, we're going to the tiebreaker. This I one, need to get to overtime. This actually, this that. this goes to Alex. All right, all right. Here we go, Alex. Alex, this is to you because Sip had the other day. This is to you, Alex. Here's yeah. your question. And Sip will go over under it. What is, as of 2019, the population of Wahoo, Nebraska? As of what? As of 2019. It's the last time I had actual numbers there. Um... Wahoo is 4,800. Okay, sip over under 4,800 to get your first win of the week or extend the losing streak. He says, Alex is 4,800 for Wahoo. Where do you go with that? It's either over it's or it's under. It's such a good guess. I mean, he's almost right on, I think. I go through there. Five you know, seconds. I go to Fremont every damn week. Five, four, You've got Just under. No Bagel Boy shirt this week, and that is a good way to describe it. Hey, that was a great guess, Alex. 4,548 is the number there. Oh, man. Just shy of 4,600. So, excellent performance. We'll get you Bagel to coffee Alex. and call it down the road. Man. Again. Yeah, that oh, was an upset. Bummed. That is an upset. Yeah. It's a huge upset. That was oh, huge upset. Well, Alex said he was born, he was meant for this. He was, he was made for that game today, basically. That's what he said. His own words. And you have avoided the Bagel Boy no shirt. No Bagel Boy. That's right. You saw no the Bagel Boy Happer shirt. Happer brings a shirt in. You say, yeah. I'm not wearing that thing. Yeah. And you yeah. won. 
The spillover with Happer and Schaefer next in an early break of the ticket.